How's it going? My name is Justin Bob Dahl, and this is my podcast. It's a look inside my mind, my interest, and anything to slightly captivate my gnat-like attention span. So sit back, buckle up, and subscribe to this caffeinated adventure with the great outdoors, pop culture, paranormal and conspiracy, fitness, science and history, and the ever-present We all love those. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the Bobby Dizzle Podcast. Michael Myers mask. That's right. <clears throat> There's plenty of things in this room to talk about if you want to be like, yeah, this guy's, a, this guy's a weirdo. This guy's creepy. Well, I know. I might include the whole hello. I was like, hello? Hello? <laughs> Some, uh, wrestling figures. Yeah, I got wrestling figures back there too. I'm trying to figure out how to get my phone to be propped straight. It's like on books because of the headphone cord going in between it. And uh, I'm trying to get my phone where it's like. Level. One day we're going to get you a really nice laptop. <laughs> One day when you graduate. We'll That's really you... not really not an awful picture. That's that Samsung quality right there. It's really, not, it's really not terrible. Look better than most people that zoom in on Good Morning America. It's better than most. <clears throat> I'm proud of my Galaxy notebook. It's better than most. <laughs> my Galaxy uh, S10 Plus is better than most. You would drive an S10. S- <laughs> I don't think I'd fit in an S10. Not right now. <laughs> they might be, to see it. That'd be tough sledding. You have to change your name to Earl. Big Earl in the S10. Change my oh. hat. Actually got, is it still in here? I have my plethora of, I got all my Alabama National Championship hats. I was trying to see if my granddad's old uh, big, tall trucker hat was in here. Let me put that on instead. <clears throat> well, I liked your idea of the uh, the wrestling chat more than anything. I thought the Tales from the Help Desk was going to be it, but I like the beginner's guide to wrestling. Go on to wrestling. Hey, I'll tell you what, man. Whatever, uh, you know, if you got questions about – you know, how, how matches work. I mean, backstage stuff, whatever, man, I can, I can tell you a, a good bit, maybe not as much as some people could, but I can, I can tell you a good bit about it. You're going to get dump Sanders in here to, as a surprise guest. Hey, I could probably make it happen. You Text him a, link. Hello. Hello. Sound like Dylan. Hello. Hello. Dump it coming here like dusty roads. What uh, what's it like in the uh, COVID the COVID day you're in? Uh, boring. Casa Casa breakthrough case. Yeah, Casa de COVID here. Again. Um, yeah, no. So um, uh, <clears throat> yeah, so much for the uh, vaccine, right? <laughs> yeah, I'm kind of wondering. I'm kind of wondering. Uh, right. <laughs> immediately, immediately get the video. <laughs> Taken down from YouTube. No, I, I'm wondering though. Like vaccine, we're oh no. <laughs> <laughs> they got me. Um, but no, I've actually been wondering uh since this happened. Because you know, I mean the flu, right? They put out a new vaccine every year for the flu, and now we got these different variants. So is the first vaccine good for anything? Like, is it is it good anymore? Like what what's the point? Look at this. Hi. This is what happens. All right, go. 
This happens every podcast. It's doing? like they're it's like they're a rite of rite of passage. Was that the that was the middle child, wasn't it? Yeah. Here's the big one. A big one. Yeah. Go over and get you another one, big one. Not big anymore. I am. What are you wearing there? All right, go on. <laughs> go on over and get you another one, big one. Get you another one, big one. <laughs> That's yeah, one of my favorite. It's one of my favorite moments ever. Yeah, that that, that uh. That really makes me crave an oatmeal cream pie every time I hear it. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't stop me one iota. It doesn't. It doesn't. It doesn't take that to make me crave an oatmeal cream pie. I want like three right now with an ice cream cake in it. <laughs> right now, I bet you can. Yeah, we should be able to taste it now. Not your COVID's gone. <laughs> I haven't had any issues, man. Oh, you're like asymptomatic then. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. Yeah, I, they're I gonna. They're gonna come up with like COVID variant B and C <clears> and D. Every year they're gonna run out of letters. It's gonna be like the freaking hurricane names. It's gonna be endemic. It's just so it's weird that uh, I started actually watching wrestling during COVID because of COVID <laughs> because I couldn't go anywhere, so I hung out at my in-laws' house. Oh, uh, I remember you talking about that. You'd go over there on uh, on Fridays, much uh, Friday night. Who is Friday the one? Smack, who is the, the one? Smackdown, probably. I always said that I like Bailey. Yeah. She Bailey. got hurt. She got yeah. hurt recently, I think. I haven't watched it in months. No more Bailey crush for you. There's no reason nope. to watch it right now. So she's hurt. She's on the shelf. I got the the other ones. <laughs> the other ones. Those other guys that uh, you know. <clears throat> uh, the new day. I think they're hurt too. God, dude, they're uh, WWE's offloading, man. They're offloading like everybody. I think they're. I think they're getting ready to sell. They're gonna sell to Disney. They're gonna Disney well, Plus. I think they're gonna sell to NBC. So like they had the WWE Network, right? They don't have that anymore. It's on a. Uh, it's on Peacock, which is NBC's little streaming service. And now the WWE Network is part of Peacock. So I think they're selling off, trying to look as profitable as possible, right? And then uh, sell to NBC so they can destroy a once profitable wrestling company kind of like turner did with uh nwa slash wcw Didn't those two turn into the same thing yeah nwa was um we getting into this <laughs> yeah NWA i mean it's started I've already, I've already started recording we're doing it this is how it works into your first <laughs> podcast you just start you, you go from like can you hear me can you hear me to you know one time the earth was flat that's how it goes. It's a national transition. No, yeah, it it did. It was the National Wrestling Alliance. That was back when uh, there was territories everywhere. So it was like the north, the southeast. It's so like WWF at the time was just like New York. So like those territories, yeah, those territories everywhere. It was like they were they were in the northeast, and then you had like you know all these other. You had like Texas had a um, territory. <clears throat> That's why all those uh, cheers for the Glen Goza song. He was pandering <laughs> to the Texas territory people. Um, yeah, the Glen Goza song is an American classic. I mean, it is. Um, but yeah, it did. It turned into WCW. I've made it my ringtone now. It's part. It's part of life. You know, it'd be sick as the text message. All it does is it just goes going rest. Really fast. Fantastic. 
<laughs> if your wife calls, it says really hassling. It'd be fantastic. Oh gosh, we're stupid. Yeah, uh, I mean that's. <laughs> I'm pretty dumb. I'm hanging out in my back room. That's true. I'm sitting here in my office with my stuff, my my kitty collectibles. I got wrestling figures and. It's a nice coat rack you got back there. I mean, treadmill. I mean, elliptical. Yeah, it's a, piece of, it's a piece of crap. It doesn't work. Did you see the Taliban doing the elliptical? <clears throat> I saw a picture of them. Uh, one of them had like a weight over his head. I, <laughs> I didn't watch the video. I just Taliban doing didn't. skull crushers. <laughs> it was like that you would uh, It was saying they had no clue how to use the stuff. I didn't watch it. And they were on bumper cars. What if there's a Taliban wrestling league? Like oh, off the man. top, off the top camel. <laughs> He's gonna come off the camel on him. There'd be no women, that's for sure. <laughs> no, there wouldn't be no trophy girls. Like trophy, trophy hip jabs, whatever you call. Do you see the CNN uh, reporter that was over there wearing the hijab, and then uh, yeah, like two days like, before she was in like Abercrombie and Fitch. Well, she said <laughs> she was on the street, and she was like, "They're chanting death to America," but. They Somehow, seem nice. They just seem friendly. Yeah. <laughs> they seem, what? You know, they're just misunderstood. It's they're like just you're misunderstood an American female. You're, you're lucky to be alive at this point. Iron Sheik over there. <laughs> Giving somebody the camel clutch. Yep. Get him in the get him in the hammer lock. <laughs> they, <laughs> they'd rather be working on the dock or giving some watching somebody, Watch somebody give lock. a hammer lock. <laughs> We need a mic stand or a mic arm. Keep moving this thing. Check out, check out Range back there. Range? He's coming it's off the top rope right there. Making me want a Slim Jim. So, yeah, man, what do you got? I don't know. I'm trying to think any, here. All my, I got questions? my wrestling. I'm like a little kid that meets Santa Claus because I've, <clears> I've never thought about wrestling. I was wearing my wrestling shirt earlier today, but I got sweaty playing disc golf, so I'd take it off. Really sweet. I, I was wearing my Bobby Eaton shirt. Bobby Eaton was from Huntsville. He he died recently. It was really sad. He didn't make it. COVID. I'm bringing I'm bringing the show down right now. COVID death. Could be. No telling. I don't know who Bobby Eaton is. Beautiful Bobby. Man. I don't know who anybody is. I know. I know like four wrestlers, and that one uh, guy was Snake. Jake the Snake. No, beautiful. All right, Bobby. Tell me about all the wrestlers you've met. I want to hear this. I want to hear your claim to fame. All the wrestlers besides, on that. Besides, besides the new South one, I mean, like the, uh, I wouldn't say professional. The professional, what's it called? Is it called professional wrestling? Yeah. What's it called? I mean, yeah. It's called, well, now it's called sports entertainment. <clears throat> it's like climate change. <laughs> probably. Not global warming, it's climate change. Probably the coolest one. Probably like the biggest name that I met was probably Mick Foley, the guy that you uh, saw that was going to be doing. Like, was he going to be at Stand Up? Oh, yeah, Live? he was the uh, he was uh, the comedian. Yeah, he was a he was a pretty big deal. He was a WWE champion a couple times. He was super cool. I met him in Huntsville at like one of those World of Wheels things. My buddy, <laughs> I went with my buddy, and um, my dad took us. And <laughs> my buddy's throwing up. He's like trying to get to the bathroom. He throws up all over, all over somebody's table with food. Mick Foley? No, my oh, buddy that went with me. Mick Foley was sitting there in his sweatpants and crap, getting ready to hop on a plane and go to a show. 
it was cool though. I mean, we were super big marks, which is basically just a fanboy in wrestling. This was like what, maybe eighth, seventh, eighth grade, maybe. I still got I still got the picture autographed. It's like right over. It's right, literally right, literally right there. Well, I guess you can't get it because you got your headphones on. Oh, I can get it. We'll make an app. Oh, yeah. They come off. They come off. Oh, yeah. We got you got a lot of swag. Look at Randy Savage. I know another cool Randy, but he bailed on this podcast tonight and couldn't be here, so I had to go to the second best guest. But I guess we'll get you on some other day, Randy. Ooh. Wait. To yeah. Samuel. Framed and everything right there. Wait, why has he got that thing on his face? The thing on his face? That was part of his gimmick, man. He was, he was like deranged. Check this out. He's got Socko. That was like his little hand puppet character that he uh, was really, it was really dumb, but it worked at the time. But yeah, that's him. <laughs> I got his, uh, he's actually a New York Times bestselling author. He's written many children's books. This guy. What the hell? He also has a, he also has a biography that I have here that's autographed as well. It's called Have a Nice Day. <laughs> it's actually really good. Okay, so all the all the fans want to know just how fake is the old wrestling. How fake is the old wrestling? I, I want to know that. I want to know. First of all, I want to know why anybody watches it and gets into it. Because it seems like everybody knows it's fake. Because it has nothing to do with that. The reason why people get it's it's a TV show. Like it's it's a soap opera for men. <laughs> Basically, it's just still a bunch real, of still real to me, damn it. Yeah, I mean it, it's just a bunch of. Um, just a bunch of intermingled storylines. It's just a TV show. Um, the coolest, the coolest thing about it is, you know, like other TV shows, that you know, if they screw up, they can just say cut, do it again. They can't do that, right? They got to go out there and do it right the first time in front of a live audience. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, uh, I guess to say it's fake is not really the right term. Because it's really happening, obviously. It's not fake. Yeah, it's not it's not like a CGI. Um, I mean, they know who's gonna win, right? Ooh, but other than other than that, yeah, right. Well, back everybody, curtain. Like everybody knows that at this point. I had a hard time with that one. Um, I mean, I never you know, like I never really watched wrestling, but I found out that one. Like, they know I mean <laughs> that's how my dad my dad had an issue, always had a problem with that. He's like, dude, if I was that big dude, there's no way I'd lose to that little bitty guy. I'm like, it's not <laughs> It's like acting. It's a show. It doesn't matter. <laughs> yeah, and um, I mean, it's. I mean, it's. It's. If you actually understand it, it's pretty impressive what they what they do. I mean, they go out there. They don't have a script. They know. They know how the ending is going to happen, and maybe a couple of big things like in the match, which in the wrestling would be called a spot or a high spot. Uh, so they have that planned out, but for the most part, they just call it in the ring. Uh, and by that, I mean, they just, they improv the whole thing. You said they talk to each other. Yeah, basically on the ground. And some of it isn't talking like some of the stuff where they have like, say one of them's got like a wrist lock on somebody, right? All that kind of like technical grappling stuff is all by feel. So like they've been doing it long enough. So it's like if this guy has a hold of you and he pulls you a certain way, you know where to go. 
Like it's all, all that's just like, and that's super hard. I've tried. Um, that's what my buddy does. Uh, Brandon from New South. He's the uh, co-owner. He's big into the, um, like the technical grappling style. And I've worked very elementary stuff with him and it's, it's pretty hard because <laughs> it's, I mean, it's, it's a learned skill and it's, once you get to the point where you're actually doing it in the ring with somebody else that knows what they're doing, it's all just feel it's so it's, it's impressive. I mean, it's got to um, take athleticism because those guys are jacked. It's not well, like, I mean, it's like exhausting fat guys out there. Yeah. I mean, it, you gas, like, I mean, you understand how that is doing jujitsu. Like you, yeah. if you're, if you're tight, if you're stiff and you're holding your breath, like thinking too much, like you'll gas out really quick. It's the same way. Be good for like three minutes in a professional wrestling match. Yeah, and then you're like, holy crap! There and I bounced off the rope, cracked my spine. <laughs> but yeah, I, I'm always, I'm, I always tell people, I'm like, I would love to see just random people get in a ring, especially one of these indie, like indie show rings. That's like some old pile of crap. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's just steel and wood boards and a little bit of this foam padding stuff on the top doesn't even give <clears throat> the smaller the ring the less it gives it doesn't do the bump, bump, bump. It's like a oh, national it guard armory national guard armory uh oh, yeah. it's it's uh it's loud i mean when you're sitting right next to it because you hear the boards bouncing up and down on the frame basically is what that noise is but yeah it's i mean if you if you actually understand it you can respect it a lot more. I know people just say, oh, it's a joke. It's stupid. You know, it's fake, blah, blah, blah. It's like, okay, yeah. People also watch UFC and they're like, man, those guys are gay. They're laying all, each, all over each <laughs> yeah. other, right? Look, he's got but a when you're on the, Yeah, but when you're on the mat, that's the, you're not thinking about that at all, right? So No, it's, <clears throat> that's the least thing you think. But when you do, you just laugh about it. Yeah, you're like, yeah, man, we're, we're totally gay. <laughs> yeah, man. <clears throat> Kiss me on the neck, buddy. What? <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's, like I was, it's like I was telling you that one time I was grappling my buddy. This was the last round of the day. We did two three-minute rounds, two five-minute rounds. And the last round was a 10-minute round. This place was no air conditioning, middle of summer, and we're just dying. Like, I was sitting there in his guard with my head on his chest. <laughs> it's like I think back on it now, and I'm like, good grief if somebody saw that. But, yeah, I mean. I've watched UFC or MMA with, um, which I actually enjoyed watching Pride when it was around. But nevertheless, I've watched it with so many people that don't understand it, and they're like, "Oh, so gay." And I'm like, "Okay, yeah." You get in there and see how gay it is. <laughs> Always wondered how, when the uh, professional wrestlers, how in the world did the Nacho Libre mask and that man thong come in to be like the main and the boots? Okay, let's Nacho Libre mask, the man thong onesie, and the boots, the wrestling. Look, finds that like the baseline wrestling uniform. I don't know the mask. I mean, I, <laughs> I guess the weird. mask comes from Mexico, like, um, yeah, because the Lucha Libre stuff. But I mean, people have worn masks everywhere. It's just kind of a big thing. At least it used to be, especially if they, if you were taking a guy that was kind of like toward the end of his career. But you, he was still good. Like, he, you could still use him to, like, help the young guys out. You just put a mask on him. Then nobody knows who he is, right? <clears throat> and you put him out there to kind of help the young guys have decent matches and learn. But, yeah, I don't know. 
I mean, even if you watch like super old, like back in the thirties stuff, they're wearing the same, they got boots on, they got, yeah, the they got the little underwear. Knee high laced up boots. <clears throat> yes. I don't know. I mean, they may have just worn them because it protected their ankles. I don't know. Now, but at the same time. Or the uh, snake boots out there. Don't want Jake the snake. <laughs> no, he wore the he wore Rocky snake boots. He was uh not Steve Austin, is it? He wore snake boots. It was like in 1998, 1997. I mean, it could have been, but he wore like he wrestled in just like plain black wrestling boots. And he drank, I don't know. He drank beer. He did. Man, this this ring light is like on both of my lenses. I know I can see it. I'm loving it. It's it's like you're an influencer. It's like I'm like, I'm like doing this, trying to get it off of me. Oh, you can't do it. You just got to accept it. Bobbing and weaving. Just got to focus on happening. me. Look at my eyes. Look at my eyes. Don't <laughs> deep breaths. Look at the look at the Bobby Dizzle podcast logo behind you. Logo. And the uh, I should get I should get some more uh, some wrestling if we ever do go to the New South stuff. I'm telling you, buy some uh, get get you some gimmicks off of uh, some of the wrestler stuff. Find something interesting, put it on the wall back there. All the wrestlers, man, at least all the all the baby faces, all the good guys, they got gimmick tables out there. The gimmick tables is basically they've got like t-shirts printed with their stuff on it. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah, they got merch, man. They sell it between their between matches and intermission. Intermission, man. They all come out and all the fans are over there, you know, fanning it up, taking pictures and after the show, taking pictures. That's big, man. That's big business right there. You make, you make money off them merch tables. One of the guys that, uh, one of the guys that we booked back when I was still running with the New South crew, he showed up and none of these people had ever seen him before. I had only met him once because he came with his trainer and he wasn't wrestling. The next time I met him, he shows up and sells every T-shirt except for one, and no one in this crowd had any clue who he was just because he's good-looking, basically. All the girls bought all this crap. It's like, dude, this dude made more money, way more money that night off of merch than he did off of what we paid him, that's for sure. <clears throat> so, I mean, them jokers will bring anything. They'll bring, like, old wrestling figures and crap, and people will buy them, and kids will be like, oh, I want that, or they bring little cheapo masks and the kids buy them it's kind of ridiculous but what i'm about to go to one of these new south things i'm telling you man it's it is it will it's eye-opening to go to an independent wrestling show and it's super i mean everybody's accessible especially the good guys the bad guys yeah maybe not as depending on who they are but the good guys i mean you can go i mean intermission end of the show they're out there hanging out if you just want to go talk to them the hearts you just, want to, you just want to pick their brain about anything the only time you won't see them is when they're going to get their envelope after the show from the uh booker Another paycheck right get my money cash get my money <clears throat> yeah like money Yep. It's like I told you about the whole money debacle with the Rock and Roll Express. That was something. That was the first ever New South show. The first show ever started with controversy over payouts with wrestling legends. It'd have been like a real fight over that. It's yeah, it was dude. We were 
we were like surrounding them. They knew uh, they knew who had the upper hand. That's for sure. But <laughs> I would have felt bad. It's like, yeah, two wrestling legends that are like sixty years old, and they're trying to swindle us here. Um, hopefully, they don't watch this. They'll probably be like, "Oh, you're defaming me or some bullcrap." So they got on. Yeah, it was it was pathetic. They was got it on, the like, Rock and Roll media. Express. Yeah, that's uh, Ricky Morton and uh, what's other what's other guy's name? Um, Robert Gibson. You should tell the story. Now's the perfect place. Hey, I'll tell tell the story. Tell the story. Um, You got 22 minutes. (laughs) (laughs) Basically what happened. And I, so I'll start at the beginning, I guess. I didn't become like part of the new song thing until the first show. Like the whole creation of it was the other two guys that still run it now. And one of them is my best friend. And so he was posting stuff on Facebook about having the show. And I was like, I just messaged him. I was like, Hey man, if you need some help, you know, I'll come out and I'll help you out, whatever you need, you know, he's like, yeah, for sure. Now when I get there, I'm helping and end up by the end of the show, I'm like totally on board. We start doing all the, um, me and him would meet up once or twice a week and work on anything that we could come up with, with the, incredibly limited budget which was virtually nothing to make the show stand out and be better whether it be production value whether it be you know just whatever so anyway at the end of the first show they had agreed on terms through text messages so we all know how clear text messages are especially Um, to a 60 year old yeah right (laughs) and so they had agreed to you know five hundred dollars five hundred dollars and so our people thought that meant $500 for the team. Cool. Well, they thought it meant $500 a piece, which would have been pretty nice for a couple of really old, you know, guys that were big in the 80s. And, and that was like 2015. Yeah, 2015. So, <clears throat> so anyway, they're, they're trying to bounce. Like they're trying, they're, they weren't even the main event. They were like the semi-main event. So they're like, yeah, we're, we need to get our stuff together. We're, we're going to head out early. Can we get paid? And this, this whole thing care, you know, they're like, well, we don't have the, we don't, you know, we don't have money. We don't have an extra $500. This is our first show. <clears throat> and this just carries on until the show's over. We're standing out there. We're not backstage. We're out in front of, we're out on the floor. While people are taking the ring down, picking up chairs, fans are leaving. We're out on the floor, standing there arguing <clears throat> with a couple of wrestling legends about money. <laughs> Guys that ought to have money, but showed up in a clunker. So apparently don't have any money. Um, yeah, I mean, they're basically saying, you know, we don't want to have to do anything, you know, to get this money. And we're like, what do you going to do? Like, there's like six of us. <clears throat> So eventually I just, you know, we just kind of decided, I was like, look, man, let's just, let's just give them 50 bucks and, you know, <laughs> send them down the road. So they, they got away with five fifty. So <laughs> that was enough. That was enough to get rid of them. Like, okay. What do you have in your pocket? <laughs> yeah. Basically I was like, look, Brandon, I was like, look, man, let's just, <laughs> cause we're all talking. We're like, you know, it, it was, it was scary because this is the first show and the big draw on the flyer the card was the rock and roll express is going to be here so then you know you don't want the rock and roll express to leave which is just what they did and jump straight on social media and trash your show 
and be like, yeah, don't go work for them. They're not, they won't pay you because then nobody's going to want to come work for you. So luckily everybody else that wrestled the show got on there and defended us. And today they're still doing good, but that was just, that was a crazy experience, man. Like for somebody like me who hadn't, like I knew a lot about it, but I had never been that involved in like backstage politics. And I was just, it was just a shocking experience, I guess. It's probably, it's probably a good thing we had uh, Dump Sanders there <laughs> uh, because he's been in it for a long time. He's, he's booked shows for a very long time. He's wrestled for a very long time. So he kind of, I think he kind of knew what to do. And the rest of us were acting. I was trying not to act emotional, like emotionally and do anything crazy. I was trying to keep my buddy down to earth because he was freaking out. <clears throat> Brandon but it was just a crazy story man the first ever show became that and then uh, the second show we had Rhino I don't know if you remember Rhino but Rhino he's the yeah big thick dude that was in WWE for a while no I I don't know many wrestlers he was a pretty he was a pretty big name no Goldberg yeah okay good luck with that was he ever in New South Goldberg (laughs) yeah they learn how to spear at the furniture factory. There's no, there's no telling how much that would cost. That would be outrageous. We used $500. to. $500. Yeah. If you could get Goldberg for $500, you would make a fortune. Goldberg. We actually had, um, we had a guy named Tommy Dreamer. You, I'm sure you don't know who he is, but he was a big name like ECW and WWE. And he showed up, did like a wrestling seminar, and we had a meet and greet that people could pay for, take pictures and stuff. I was I was in shock. Like I was working the room that he was in, like letting people in and stuff. They were lined up five or six wide all the way down this freaking hallway, like a hallway the length of a basketball court. I was like, are you serious? So this is the kind of money that these jokers are making. We paid, we paid for his travel. We paid for his hotel. We paid him another like two grand, twenty five hundred, plus all the money he made on the meet and greet slash autographs. Why are you still doing your podcast? Hey, what happens? <laughs> Don't have any privacy here. All right, go on. I'll lock that door. Um, Wait, why are you still doing that? I don't know. Why wouldn't I? You're weird. <laughs> she said you're weird. She's not wrong. No, I used to lock the door, then he just knocked. <laughs> like, let's let him bust in here. But yeah, he cleaned up. We'll just put it that way. That's insane. I would. But he had nothing but, he's been back, I think. He's had nothing but glowing things to say. So it's funny how, like, Dump becomes like great friends with all these people because he's like texting them and not, then they'll like randomly wish him a happy birthday. He's like, what? What is happening? It'll be his <laughs> random friends with these people. Yeah. He's like random yeah. friends with these like wrestling stars. And he's like, okay, cool, whatever. I've had but, that with like two people that have been on this podcast, even though I've only got like 20 episodes. Oh, now you got three. You're stuck. I got, You're stuck I got with Sam me, Rhodes. Bro. That's that's the top of the list right there. Sam Dusty Rhodes. You finally hit the jackpot. Yeah. Well, jackpot <laughs> and at bottom of the barrel look a lot alike. I don't know what that's <laughs> We've officially bottomed out. Yeah. I have nowhere else to go. For the love of God, someone share this. <laughs> this will be the first time a guest has ever shared the podcast. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Please. 
Please. Just reminds me of the uh, Seinfeld episode with uh, the Merv Griffin stuff. Well, we've officially bottomed out. How do you feel about this a guest the, host? This is the bottom. This is the bottom of the barrel. I've done a lot of uh, research on this thing lately, trying to figure out which way I want to go with it. I can tell you, I'm sure you haven't come to the conclusion that this is the way to go. I don't know. I'm two, just trying everything. Two random idiots talking about whatever comes to mind. Swear to God. You know, I kind of think that the job we have now, I think that I was just given to it out of the from the universe. I think it was sent to me, and I don't deserve it. <laughs> and, I, and I got to thinking, with you having to dump Sanders like that, I said, if my, this becomes a wrestling podcast, and I become world famous because of wrestling, it'll be the most ironic damn thing. I've ever, I've ever seen. Hey, look at uh, so you, you know who Conrad Thompson is, right? Yeah. Big uh, he's got a he's got a bunch of wrestling podcasts. I know it's crazy. Which he's also married to Ric Flair's daughter, so yeah. he knows everybody now. He's like backstage. But yeah. I mean, he's got his podcasts do awesome, obviously, because he's got you know famous wrestlers that are on there every week or every other day or whatever it is. <clears throat> and they're they sell T-shirts like crazy. From their shows, I don't know, man. It it could be done. I'm telling you, live show. Don't tempt me because I think I'm wrestling wrestling's just uh, it's you just enough right in at a wrestling in, show. It's just enough in the Venn diagram of my personality to fit in. But I've never, never ever been a wrestling fan. Hey, you're you are 100 redneck enough to fit right in at a wrestling show, especially an indie show. I know, and take my shirt off and holler. Like <laughs> those old ones used to have the weed eater, bring a weed eater and barbed wire in. A weed eater, yeah. Old Georgia, old Georgia wrestling matches had weed eaters in there. That's... I think it's old Georgia or something. Like Georgia championship wrestling back in the day. Yeah, that'd be that'd be tough flooding right there. Randy Glenn, the guy that uh canceled this episode, so I, you had to come on here. He had he was telling me about it. <laughs> Yeah. Hey, you took you did take a step up. Yeah, so, I, mean, I mean, Randy always says he's going to be on here, but then he cancels, and I'm just like, well, somebody's got to be here. Last minute replacements. These, I got to feed these kids, Randy. That's right. Old man Ripito ain't ain't doing it for you. Yeah, <clears throat> Rippy. Let me get old Ripito on here. Can you imagine having Geoff on here? <laughs> it's Geoff. <laughs> you're sitting there. You're sitting there trying to figure out the audio. He's like, you hear me? This is Geoff. And end up, yeah. And what's the status on the audio? <laughs> what's that? <laughs> that would be great. Oh man, get, get Dylan on here. All you can see is his beard. I would like to have Dylan on here preaching the word of God. Can you imagine? Like, you dig deep into Dylan. Like, what's what, what what's really there? You know, there's a couple that do the profiles into people. And what what makes Dylan tick? This reminds me of the Newman thing. Maybe there's more to Dylan than meets the eye. No, there's less. No, there's less. Eh, maybe. I don't know. That's what he would say, but is it true? He's on that cognac route. He done got off on that route. Uh, he's on that route now. That boy got, got on the, that route and he got skinny. Got that, that tummy, <laughs> got that tummy bulge. He got off there on that, he got off there on that, that cognac route and got skinny. Losing that his teeth. Scares. That stuff scares me, man. I ain't I ain't in on that. Makes your stomach swell up. Epsom bombs. I'm down. How was the Epsom I, bomb? I'm telling you, it did the it did the trick. We'll put it that way. Oh, it, it uh, hit like a ton of bricks. 
I felt like that guy it's, on the uh it's aptly named. <laughs> I named it. Yeah. Yeah. I felt like the uh that fat man on the uh video with a cannonball hitting him in the stomach. <clears throat> I probably looked like it too. The noise that your guts make while it's happening <laughs> that you hear oh <laughs> what in the world? That that's been today, actually. Everything I've eaten today is about blah, 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 blah. Now you got about a 24 hour period of effectiveness. Last night, man. You were like, yeah, it'll make you cramp. I was like, yeah, that's an understatement. <laughs> you just say crap. <laughs> I just go to crap. And... It'll make you cramp. Oh, I crap. thought you said crap. I'm like, yeah. Both yeah, are true. Like, make you cramp. And you'll feel it. It feels like something's coming out of your stomach. Turning on a dead gum bathtub. Hey. I thought I was going to die. I was like, man, if this, I was like, if this doesn't stop, I'll just die right here. And that's why you I'll dehydrate and die. You can only do it like three times in a week. Before you three get times too, before you get too dehydrated it's hey, basically like what, having the flu, the flu for about three days i tell you what man that week of the of the final weigh-in it's going down i'm gonna look like a starving cambodian or something i don't even know that made sense a starving uh, cambodian is there a, a child cambodian? from a child from Nam- namibia or something zaire zaire that's a big that's a big place like a starving ethernopian ethernopian yeah that's that's it ethiopian so you wanted some uh, stories? Is that you? You were interested in that? What was that? <laughs> you were interested. You're interested in, in uh, the around I'm, the world. I'm gonna whisper it in. No, you were interested in some public. You hear me eat? A, you don't hear me drink water? I hear that enough, actually. ASMR. Okay, public <clears throat> stories. Here, are public. <clears throat> this is good. This is this episode with you is gonna be like the. Uh, Minus the racist stuff that I will have to edit out. <laughs> Stop racist. Minus the editing I've got to do now. That, damn it. Uh, it's going to be like the, the the greatest hits of what Sam Rhodes' character will be. Because Randy approves. Okay. All right. Slip into a Slim Jim. All right. Dig it. So this, will be like, this is like the greatest hits of what the Sam Rhodes character will become. Public stories in wrestling. Public stories. Hey, I have two public stories that are absolutely ridiculous i need to hear him first hear him now first one i don't know if you remember the penny the penny item that used to happen at Publix. there was a penny item that happened yeah. on wednesdays there's you a reddit the thread about that an entire that it does not exist anymore but when it did exist in the local newspaper on wednesday morning there would be a coupon for the Publix penny item there was a caveat. You had to buy $10 for the groceries. But this particular day, the Publix penny item was something that costs normally $3.89. It's a pretty good deal, right? Saving $3.88. <clears throat> Look at that math. See, I'm learned. Anyway. You're learned. That's what you are. I'm learned. I got eight years of college. You know what they call people with eight years of college? Doctors. Failed doctors. Yeah, it should be. I should be. Nevertheless, penny item day, which everyone hated because it always was just some bullcrap happened. So anyway, <clears throat> lady comes in with her husband. She comes to my line. She's got the item. I already know what it is. It's sitting there. I'm waiting for her to give me the coupon out of the paper. That's part of the deal, right? It's a deal worked out with the paper. I'm like, okay, cool. I need the I need the coupon so I can put the code in. 
She's like, well, the sign over there doesn't say you need the coupon. I was like, that's fine, but I need the coupon. And so she's arguing about it. And I was like, look, this item's $3.89. You can get a paper for $1.75. You'll still save money. You'll get a free paper. It's a deal. Her husband's like, yeah, that's a good idea. I'll, I'll go grab one. He goes to cut in front, like cut across her in my line. Slams her hand down on the counter. This hand, I guess. Slams her hand down, blocks him and elbows Joker back to where he was. I'm like, holy Moses, is this really happening right now? The level of shock. Like, imagine that being you. In Publix. Like, I, yeah, and this is in front of other human beings. She slams her hand on and literally manhandles her husband back over there. I'm like, I still didn't give it to her. So <laughs> she still didn't. But, get it. <laughs> she still didn't get it, and she she's item? like, "Well, what was the item? It was like hand soap or something." What? I thought it was something cool. No, it was like a, it was a bottle of soap. Yeah, brisket for three eighty nine. That's yeah. tough as a Cheap tough brisket. as a two dollar steak is. It's not the highest quality brisket. You can't get that cheap stuff at Publix, man. What are you talking about? But anyway, so of course she goes up and complains, and I'm like, look, you're a psycho. That was my first crazy experience. I think that was actually in Harvest. I only worked there for like a, yeah, what was like a year and a half. So then, another fun experience at Publix. I'm standing there one night. I'm closing cashier, last cashier there. I'm standing there by myself. Whoever was bagging was off sweeping or something. I, they were doing the floor sweep at night. I'm standing there. Dude comes through with earbuds on like these. So I, I'm doing my same thing I always do. I'm like, hey, hey, how's it going? You know. He comes to the line. He's like, he's like, what's your problem, dude? And I'm just like, what are you, what are you talking about? I'm like, what, what do you mean? He's like, you didn't even, you didn't even say anything to me. I'm like, yeah, I did. He's like, no, you didn't. He's like, let me see what, what, what exactly did he say? I can't even say it, but he was like, you have a real attitude. And I'm like, dude, what are you talking about? He's like, you didn't greet me. And so I'm like, yeah, I did. You didn't hear me because you had earbuds in your ears. He's like, where's your manager? I was like, well, they're right over there. Um, and if they're not there, I will have someone call them for you. Because at this night, I gave no more, you know what's at this point. It was like 9.50. We're about to close. I'm like, this joker's coming in here pissed about something. And I've done nothing to him. So he starts walking up there. I got nobody coming in my line. I flip my light off. And I follow him up to the front desk. I've apparently, I'm at the Jerry Jones level of my public's career. Oh, you're about to, you're this done. Is, this is it for me. It, I was willing for this to be it. You got one, you got one grenade, you can <clears throat> drop it anytime. Yeah, this was, this was, this, this could have been it for me and I would have been okay. Everybody's going to think I you're following the Cowboys. <laughs> <laughs> Jerry Jones. Jerry Jones, yeah. Jerry Jones is retired. <laughs> Yeti. Um, no, so I, I followed this joker up to the customer service desk. The poor customer service um, girl up there is freaking out like she's scared to death because she thinks there's about to be a brouhaha going on in here i had to throw that kramer reference in there 
Donnybrook. Oh, on Donnybrook. And um, he's like, he's like, what are you doing up here? And I say, I'm like, I'm, I came up here so you couldn't lie about me. <clears throat> and he's like, well, you, you don't need to be up here. Don't. And she's calling the manager. And the only manager that was there was like, let's see, was he deli manager? He doesn't care. So at this point, I go to like, I'm like, you know what? I'm just going to go back to my register. I'm just going to leave it alone. Yeah. I'm like, I'm just going to leave it alone. He, he was the, it's like the last department manager that's there is the like acting store manager. Yeah. The manager on duty, as they call it. Right. So I'm like, you know what? I'm just going to, I'm just going to leave it alone. I'm going back to my register. It's going to be fine. I start, I turn around and start to walk back and he goes, yeah, you better step off. <laughs> I wheeled around like a, freaking soldier at the grave of the unknown soldier i turned on my heel so quick i was like i was like what did you say and he starts to like you you can you can you can feel his butt puckering like from a distance because he's getting scared and so i start i woke up to him and i'm like like this like i'm saying this is jerry jones moment i woke up to him i'm like i'm like bro you want to take care of this we will take it outside right now and we'll be done with it real quick at this point, he's like, he's like, man, I, I, I start stuttering. The girl at the customer service desk is like, y'all, you know, she's freaking out. She's like shaking. She's panicking, waiting for the manager to come over. And he like steps, you know, he kind of steps back, backs down. I walk back to my register. Manager comes over, talks to the guy, comes over to me and is like, don't worry about it. He calls the actual store manager and tells her, he's like, if some psycho dude comes in here tomorrow complaining about Sam, don't listen to him. So that was pretty cool. I didn't figure the was, guy would be to uh, be, on your, be on your side. Yeah, he didn't care. He was like, he was like, he's like, this dude's crazy because he had no reason not to believe me. Right. So I, it's just, you know, dude like wanted to fight until I like turned around and like, actually came at him and then he was like oh crap this dude's you know he's serious and i really Wait, probably did he ever wasn't make it, did he ever make it to buy something or he just started there i don't know i think i checked i checked him out because he he freaked out on me i checked him out i had all the stuff in, in a bag i had all the stuff in a bag i handed the bag up to him and that's when he turns to me and goes you know you got a real the attitude i'm like like i literally just oh. did your order in like two seconds and you're leaving and you're good to go and you're pissed at me for what because you had headphones on and i you didn't hear me fun times <clears throat> fun times at Publix. that's one of the classics there were plenty there were plenty more there were times when me change. and my brother did you ever have a quick change artist a quick change artist you talking about like people coming in trying to steal somehow or yeah it's weird it's like they change chart quick change yeah 20 bucks oh yeah oh yeah they yeah i had people you could tell they were trying and i caught i i caught on to that crap every time because as soon as they handed me money like when i saw the money coming to me i'd been doing it so i, I was a cashier for like almost five years so i've been doing it long enough to like I was calculating the change I was giving them before it even popped on the screen because I'd just been doing it so long. But yeah, people would do that. They'd be like, oh no, I gave you a 20 when they really gave me a 10. Mm-hmm. And I'm sitting there, I look down in my till and I'm like, there's not even a 20 in here. <laughs> there's not even a 20 in here, first of all. Um, 50. 
there was definitely some sketchy times like at Christmas. I remember when you're like, it was probably the day before Christmas or I had way too much money in my register. Like, you know, they normally want you to have like $200 and like, then they come like do a cleanup or whatever and take it to the safe. I had over a thousand dollars on there, dude. I was freaking out. I think I had like $1,700 in my register one day. I'm a target. Was, yeah. I was like, dude, oh my gosh. And that reminds me. So <clears throat> Publix created an active shooter video that was horrifying. Like I had already thought about how bad it would be because it's like you're standing there, especially the people at the customer service desk. You know, they're in that little like you they're like stuck in there. It's like somebody walks in, they're dead. They're done. Like they have nowhere to go. Like yeah, I mean, they're, they're stuck there. They, they got to like jump out of that mug and book it. Like I was like, dude, I'm booking it. If somebody comes in there. But if they came into that customer service desk, all of the cashiers would have their backs to them. We'd have never saw anything until a shot happened or something. So anyway, the video, <clears throat> absolutely horrifying. Video, dude walks in with a shotgun and a pistol-like holstered. He, walk, he rolls in with a shotgun. Two big blasts. Two right? big blasts. Double barrel. He, he rolls in with a shotgun and starts blasting people. And they're, they're showing people like, cowering behind stuff scared and the dude walking by it was like watching a horror movie i was like dude why would anybody after watching this i don't want to work here anymore like this is terrible the public's it was active shooter it, video it was absolutely terrifying if it's on youtube like it had people like cowering under a desk in the office and the guy like looking through the window or something i mean it was like watching michael myers tracking jamie lee curtis through the hospital in halloween too it was it was terrible and they were like, you have to watch this every year. And I just dreaded it. I was like, dude, this makes me uncomfortable. <clears throat> Those terrorists. Publix would be a spot for any crime. You know, and it never really happens. But the thing is, if you know anything about Publix, you're not going to get much. Unless you're just there to kill people. This sounds terrible. But I, I know that they clean, you know, they do cleanups and they put the money in the safe, which you can't get to. That's not, um, but yeah. But I guess that's how all of them. I, I imagine Kmart was that way back in your formative year. Kmart? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> You're like nobody came in there with more than a five anyway. Can you mean, keep your keep your big bills on the outside? Like, you know? like, who cares? <laughs> Kmart, you're just like here, take it. Did you? Did, I know it's okay if you didn't, but did you listen to the end of my Kmart rant last week? I think I did. I sat I, in here. I sat in here working out, watching. <laughs> you said that, I need melatonin. I was, right i was working out watching you that shows how desperate i was yeah, sitting here in quarantine sitting here in quarantine watching my wife walks in the door she's like what in the world is that that's a true <laughs> statement she's like what are you watching like i, I was like uh tell her to sit down and sit her sit down and take notes yeah learn <laughs> something right you'll be talent one i'm sitting back here yeah, yeah. <clears throat> i'm like bill burr just ranting Hey, it's like sitting at work. Man, one of those one of those guys used to be the manager at Kmart. If you mention him to one of my friends now, he'll still have like eyes start twitching. I think the last time I mentioned it to him was about ten years ago. He said, "I could sink my golf club into his skull." I'm like, "Good lord!" It's like, dude, the the guy probably already died from lung cancer from all the cigarettes he smoked. We, We stalked him. Oh, well, of course you do. He lived through COVID, so he's still contingent. 
when I worked at Kroger when I was, I was 17, I worked at Kroger. It was my first job. <laughs> I swear everybody that worked there smoked like constantly. I was like, man, if this job is that stressful, why are you still here? Like everybody that worked there, every manager, every cashier, every customer service, every one of them older jokers, they smoked. Con- they t- they spent more time on cigarette breaks than they did. And that's another thing. Cigarette breaks, that's not fair. Never happens anymore. Our non We non-smokers, we don't get the extra cigarette break. Somebody said it's a... Uh... They make up for it in their life when they die about 30 years too young. I mean, that's true. I guess they get, they're not. They get it you know, back. Yeah, we, we get all their not used air. Kind of like something. when we have French fry know. breaks. We make up for it at the end. French fry breaks? Fry breaks and oatmeal cream pie breaks. and Oatmeal cream pie. Th- those are your breaks because you bring your healthy lunch. And then you're still hungry, and you eat all of Kate's leftovers. Eat 150 calories <laughs> at lunch. Two to two hours later, seven thousand. Kate's like, uh, Justin, do you uh, do you want these leftovers? Yes. And do you have any ketchup? <laughs> and I hate you because you're tempting me, but I'm still going to do it anyway. Do you have any ranch dressing? Do you have any mayonnaise to dip everything in so Samuel can vomit yeah. everywhere? Wish I had some mayonnaise right now. Good gosh, what is wrong with you? Mayonnaise is the nectar of the gods. Just ask Randy Glenn. He loves mayonnaise. Who is this Randy? I, I don't know. He never shows up. I have no idea who he is. Randy Glenn. He cancels every time. I'm telling you, he's terrible. He's mythical. He's the most. He's he may be Sasquatch. Is he, I've accused, him, I've accused him of not being real because nobody else claims to have ever seen him. I've only seen him on your podcast, and that wasn't a thumbnail. That was CGI. And that thumbnail could be like those other weird thumbnails that you started putting on of the bikini women to try to get people to click on your podcast. Nobody clicked on any of those. <laughs> Nor also, should they have. I thought <clears throat> she would get like four mercy clicks from like a lonely, <laughs> a lonely man in the Midwest sitting in a trailer by himself. Not one. In the in the see, your demographic was all wrong. You were shooting for the Midwest. I should have put a picture of like a like a hoagie sandwich or something. Or right. Corn. Corn. Cornfields, I mean, large Kevin women. Field of Dreams. Yeah. <clears throat> Did you see that game? I did. I women that could take a punch. Midwesterners. I mean, look at Kate. Sturdy, sturdy gals named Sheila. Kate's a Midwesterner. Becky. I think Kate could probably beat both of us up now. She's scary. She's maybe in her maybe in her younger years. She's got a razor in her cheeks. Looks like that girl from Bay Bay's Kids. We've gone off the rails here. I don't even know what you're talking about. You ever see Bebe's kids? No. That's your age. I don't know what that is. You are one year old younger than me. Bebe's kids? What is that? You've never seen Bebe's kids. Oh my God. Oh my God. It's like a cartoon movie from like 1989. Hang on. See when Bebe's kids. I just watched it last week. It came on Netflix. I've never heard. You've never heard anybody say, We don't die, we multiply? 1992. No excuse. No, just just uh, just overtones from small animals and stuff. <clears throat> overtones from small animals. What? Play that kid. We need to watch it. I have no clue what you're talking about. Yeah. I should probably turn my monitor off. It's like glaring on my face. It's probably helping though. <laughs> this ring light is just terrible. I'm gonna have to get like really close. Where'd you get that ring light? 
I think it's actually for like makeup. My wife was like, here, you can use this. It clamp. I think it's meant to like clamp on a mirror or something, but it clamps perfectly onto a phone. I thought about getting one, but I got my TV right here. <clears throat> I couldn't see. It's like I'm in a VTC right now. Oof. Yeah, I've been wanting a ring light. Like, I want one of those little stands with the with the clamp to put your phone in because it's like phones nowadays, the video quality is better than, yeah, it cost me hundreds of dollars to get a camera that would be better video quality than this phone. So, I mean, the, my lighting is not great. So, but, you know. I like your, you get the same light in the ceiling I got in this room. That's probably pretty stock. The apocalypse bunker light, one bulb. What? William Shatner memorabilia in here. I was, I was itching his, was scratching his chin. Is that a mask? That is a mask. Put it it's on? actually on. A... <laughs> I can. It's on a mannequin head. That makes it even creepier. I bought a mannequin head, like a foam head, at Hobby Lobby, and I drew. Uh, I drew eyes in it and like blacked around them so that it would look like he's looking at you. You want me to show, me, show it to you? I'm going to need to see it. <laughs> okay. I'm going to, I'm going to need to see that. Take That's it out. Take it Take out. It? Out. Out. Truly okay. there was some amorous situation. <laughs> no? <laughs> Wait, we know bobblehead. Look at Sam. He's losing weight. Look at him. Rail thin. Good Lord, look at the hair. I didn't realize Michael Myers had hair. Anybody, anybody uh, audio only, he, Sam is a Michael Myers freak. And uh, he's got his Michael Myers hat on. Or Michael Myers. God almighty. What's the eyes? It's pretty creepy. Pretty weird. What? He can't hear me. Damn it. The eyes are freaky. What in the world? It's like special needs, Michael Myers. He's like, have you seen my bike mall? Put it on. Well, this is over. I'm I was sitting here, my... sitting here talking smack the whole time. We couldn't hear anything. You were the eye, those eyes look freaky. <clears throat> what is wrong with those eyes? Well, <laughs> Jesus, <All it> is. <laughs> that Christian Bale on Batman Begins. Hi, Michael Myers. Yeah, you know nothing. Nothing better than walking into a dark room with this staring at you. All kinds of weird stuff in here. You do a whole podcast about the weird crap I have in this room. Yeah, that's. <clears throat> podcast is weird crap all kinds of weird crap check this out actually I found this at a uh, an estate sale an original Sports Illustrated name that year if you don't I'm going to kick you original Sports Illustrated oh yeah, I can issue. see it now yeah 92 yeah Original issue, and it comes with a Bama number one bumper sticker. Not that I'm going to open it, but it's pretty cool. There was there was glare on it; I couldn't see it. 
Yeah, I was trying to I was trying to work with the glare there, and it just kept getting worse. But um, yeah, I found this at a. It was like two of them. I was like, yes, I want that. Where am I going to find another one of these magazines in like mint condition? Nowhere. Nowhere. Where's your, <clears throat> Bear, where's your Bear Bryant cokes? I don't have any. They're not worth anything. There's like a million of them out there. I've got some. Sure you do. So does everybody, except for me. Yeah. Every every antique store you go in in Alabama has them. They're so All flat, too. <laughs> Did you try one? There is Can no you imagine? Can you imagine what would happen in your stomach if you drank that? It'd be like the wedding cake from Seinfeld. <laughs> It'd be like an Epsom bomb. That's what it'd be. Oh, Probably the 50, worse. The fifty-year-old Coca-Cola is going to be punishment enough. Yeah, it'd be like a sludge coming out. Oh, that's even worse. It's like all crinkled up and looking at me. I had a friend. I think it might have been the same friend that wanted to uh, sink a baseball bat into a Kmart manager's skull. Tell me that one of his brothers down in Alabama drunk the Bears. Uh, Golden Flake and Coke one time before a game. You know, because somebody always takes a Coca-Cola and a Golden Flake and put it on the Bear statue. Oh, he drank the actual... He, oh, he got okay. drunk and went and got it. I thought he meant he drank a Bear Bryant Coke. I'm like, what the hell? How drunk you got to be to drink a Bear Bryant Coke? <sighs> yeah, tack, tack that onto all the alcohol. That's going to be... Mm, be hard times right there. Cool. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's been about time. About time to wrap it up. It's been uh, it's been, about it's an been hour. interesting. It's been interesting. This is gonna be the first of many. The first of hey, I'm I'm in. You just gotta you gotta give me something to talk about because you know me. You you've heard my rants in the office. I have come close. I've made Jeff very uncomfortable. That's for sure. He always thinks I'm like making Kate uncomfortable, and Kate's sitting there like this is not like. I'm like Jeff. You don't know Kate, okay? You don't you don't you apparently don't understand. Kate's seen some shit. Hey, she's seen some apparently some ghosts. We we still we, we need to get her mom on here. That would be the most epic. If we can get her mom on this, I want to be on the call with you. Could we and do it would Kate, be, should we do Kate's mom with Kate and her mom and like I don't know, someone else, you maybe? Me for sure. I thought, about I, just I, me, I thought just me and Kate's mom would be kind of weird. So uh yeah, that Mrs. James, tell me about the shadow people and the devil, please. <laughs> the devil. Tell me Is about the devil. The devil? Like that would be like that would be handmaid's that'd, tale. That'd be a pretty cool. You uh, the devil. I think that'd be pretty sweet. Kate, I don't know, man. Kate didn't. Uh, she wasn't too interested in talking about it, man. I think no, she's the uh, best I think stories. The best stories. I think she's a little terrified. About. I think she's still a little bit scared. I don't I think it. she's uh, interested. She might though. I think that'd be fun. I, I'm I'm 100 down. On the bad that. thing is that the the zoom will end after 40 minutes. After. We're just gonna like randomly cut off. Yeah, it'll it'll give you like a countdown after forty minutes. You have to join it back with more than it, just two people like us. Like we're doing a telephone call, it's free, but you have to pay like fourteen dollars a month. Oh, uh, okay. Well, you know, if you if you weren't so highfalutin, you know, you could have a live guest, but you know, you're just too good. I, you know, just can't get an invite. Somebody needs to clean my damn house before I can have anybody else back over here. <laughs> somebody i mean i'm working put, on your, it. put, put your kids hey yeah i saw i saw your pictures on facebook you were purging oh it was glorious it's a good i, I purged last night yeah, you did. <laughs> some guy pulled up in my driveway and said well you've been working hard 
Because I've seen, I've driven by you out here all day. Sitting out there in a lawn chair with a sweet tea and your kids are dripping sweat. No, it was just me. I That's when you know you've made it. <clears throat> I had on a light green, light green shirt like Rocky had on when he trained. That sucker was dark gray by the time I got done. I, say, I bet you it wasn't light green. Or light long. gray. Not light green. Oof, yeah. Yeah, I need to get rid of that bike. It has like no tension, so it's it's pointless. Okay. I did. Next time you're going to work on your studio. Work on my studio? You, yeah. don't, you don't like my, you don't like my well, setup? I enjoy here. it. I don't hate <laughs> it at all. Uh, what I need to do is I need to have my back to the shelves with all the yeah. crap on it. So you got the perfect setup. That way you're just like, what, what, is that? what is that? Well, what is that? We could spend like hours just talking about all the crap on, these, on the shelf. I don't even know. Yeah. Mm. it was just random crap I need to get my road road rig before we can actually do that wrestling show right now everything's everything's strapped onto my table it would be gold I'm telling you you just need to get you a little bag like like Jeff and a little fold out I've got a black fold out um, one of those plastic like six foot tables it's like a fold up you can just carry it with a handle you yeah, take I got that. One of those, like a church card table. Yeah, basically, you just get you on the bags, like all like a Jeff got there. Get set up on that bad boy, dude. I'm telling you, it would be gold. If people actually watch this, we could do a poll, but you know, it's too bad. No one will ever no. see it. Could I could say, hey, action. anybody interested in a live podcast from a wrestling show? That was sure, I, tag uh, Dump Sanders and your friend Brandon in it. I'm telling you, I've already talked to him, dude. I talked to Dump. He is he is in. They've done podcasts there before. He's all in. I could get I could get it going. I I, I am the hookup with me. Me and Dump became like bosom buddies, best of friends, and I was like his go to mate when he grew up. He blew up. I'm like I'm like Smalls at the end of the Sandlot, looking at Benny the Jet. Dump. <laughs> I'm trying to think of how old he is. He's like he's in his early forties. I thought he graduated with you or something. No, nah, he he actually went. Um, where did he go? I want to say he went to. Maybe he went to Sparkman. Maybe. He may have been. Didn't you? Did you go to Sparkman? No, I went to Scottsboro. Somebody in our office went to. Was it Jeff? Did yeah. Jeff know? Jeff's a senator. Jeff may actually know him. They're pretty close in age. I wonder if Dump went to Sparkman. That would be hilarious. Yeah, I know. No, no, no. I met I met him when I was in high school. Um, him and another guy wrestled down in like Coleman, and we were going down there. We were just jabroni backyard wrestlers going down there trying to get a match in Coleman. We met him. He started coming up. He actually came to some of our backyard shows. We went down there, got to know him. It was actually kind of sad. There were some security guys that worked their shows all like every week, begging to get get a right to get a match like for years and never got it. We show up the first night and they're like, <laughs> "Okay, y'all have a match." It was great. Which they told us. <clears throat> well, they told us they're like, "Okay, yeah, y'all got a match." And then like a little before that, they're like, "Oh, y'all aren't gonna be able to have your match." Well, okay, whatever. 
then an hour before the show starts, they're like, you guys are curtain jerking, which is Whoa. the first match. Different yeah. kind of wrestling. First, <laughs> first match. So we're out there. We're standing out there in the freaking gravel parking lot. We have no time. No, we weren't the first match. I take that back. We were the first match after um, intermission, I believe. So we had like 45 minutes before the show to try to come up with anything. And this was five of us. This was a five, five man, every man for himself match. Everybody comes out at different times. Like two of us started. Me and Brandon actually started the match. I have this match on VHS tape. Oh. <laughs> and yeah, it, it exists. It's actually in this. Is it in this room? I think it's actually. I thought it was in this room. Maybe. It, no, I think it's in the. Uh, entertainment center in the living room my vcr to work hey we can make it happen but um <laughs> i was a ripe old uh, 16 almost 17 i think i believe that was fall of 2002 but yeah so we're down there there's five of us we start with two of us is me and brandon dude from new south um we go for I don't know, minute, minute and a half. The next guy comes out. Next guy comes out, right? But we had no time to plan anything. They, they did some. They, they planned a couple things. Brennan was crazy. That jerker would do anything. They did a spot, and there's no. These were concrete floors. There was no pads, no nothing. They put a piece of like plywood because couldn't afford tables. Um, <laughs> plywood between the ring and the barricades, the guardrails for the fans or whatever. Our six foot three friend that was in there with Brandon at the end of the match. Brandon was all the way, he made all the way to the end of the match. Um, he back bodied, he back drops him. So he lifts him over his head, like flips him over his head. Dude's already six three, right? Brandon flips over the top rope all the way to the floor, like through this wood onto the concrete floor. Brandon was crazy, dude. Some of the old stuff that we did back in the day was insane. I mean, Joker, flight of stairs outside flight one flight of stairs put a another like eight foot ladder on top of this landing jumps off the top of that onto somebody like no fear dude was insane he would do anything for like a crowd we would have like crowds of classmates in high school like we we became oddly cool senior year of high school because we were backyard wrestlers all the popular kids came to watch our shows and it was probably just because they were like we just want to see them hurt each other <laughs> but it, it was it was weird but like you know people started showing our tapes and like pe and crap in high school so like random kids would come walking up to him like hey how's it going samuel and i'm like i have no clue did you have a name so I'm like, did you have a wrestling name i did but i'm not telling you right now what i <laughs> <laughs> Because you'll you will never let you will bug the crap out of me. Well, yeah, that's what at work with it, and that's why I'm not going to tell you. Um, but yes, I did, and <laughs> I came up with it in seventh grade. So you can imagine how stupid it was, and I never changed it, which is the mistake. Because you can imagine how dumb and cheesy of a name I came up with as a seventh grader. <clears throat> We started, we started this. <laughs> Who knew, right? It was, it was destiny. It's Sam. Was it Super Samuel? Super, Super Samuel? Samuel? That is that is a true statement. <laughs> Super 
<laughs> Sounds like a Bible character. That was actually my wrestling name. <laughs> that was my gimmick right there. Are you beating up your dad at the gym yet? Can't you hear me? Yeah. Yeah. You beating him up with your two stripes? Show an arm bar. When's uh? I can't see. <laughs> I can't see because this dumb ring light's blocking like half your screen. Um. Yeah, I mean, you got two stripes, right? That means you're better. I mean, yeah. Let's be real. <laughs> she's not saying no. So. <laughs> she's not denying anything. <laughs> she's like, uh, yeah, of course I am. He's trash. Yeah. Turn turn it off, Dad. It's time for bed. I got this onesie <laughs> because. I was supposed to do an ice skating show, and we lost it when I was supposed to do it in. And then when we got home after we got it, we found it. So I just what? became a regular onesie. Has my podcast been hijacked? No, it hasn't. <laughs> so, it is now. It, it is every time. Is it? Actually, the one that you did, the one that you did the other night where you just talked about random crap, I never saw a kid on there. Yeah, because it was like 1030. <laughs> they were in bed. <laughs> I blow darted them with Benadryl. <laughs> putting them down all right well uh, we'll all wrap right, this man. one up because it's now 10 30 now you've probably got maybe five minutes worth of usable material here oh, I'm, just, I'm just laying it down hitting send <laughs> <laughs> let the chips fall where they may you can't just for this just for... Anything, you'll, be, you'll be shut down within moments we'll get canceled i'll go i'll go on the news be the best we'll, on, we'll be on fox news be the best publicity ever That'd be great. I've disappeared. All right. Well, uh, I'll right, talk man. to you tomorrow. Disappear. And uh, disappear out. So, so I won't see you tomorrow because you're still in your COVID yurt. That's right. Jeff said I had to be in it for 14 days. Oh yeah. Means I can't. I can't come back. I can't come back to work till next Thursday. You deserve it. That's what you get. Comically enough, the wife is going to back going back to work after 10 days. <laughs> so she'll be back at work before I will. And I never even had. She never stopped. Yeah, she's working like Friday of this week, and I can't come back to work till next Thursday. Not fair. You know, hey, you know, I, I'm enjoying playing video games. I mean, working at home. So. All right, I'm ending it for you. Get yourself in trouble. All right. <laughs> later. Later. All right. Later, Super Sam. Deuce.